for that update. And that's right. We're welcoming on Joanna Marsh to this segment. Joanna, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, Anthony. So Joanna, jumping straight into it, the FRA, what's the latest from here and what are their positions right now? Sure. So um, Senator Chuck Schumer of New York um, has sent a letter to the Federal Railroad Administration and to Administrator Amit Bose um, asking about what the FRA was doing um, in terms of, you know, ensuring that the railroads are um, kind of meeting, you know, safety regulations and and, and things like that. And so um, so uh, the FRA uh did an assessment of the um, safety culture for, uh, or said it was planning to do a safety assessment for the uh, for um, the safety culture of Norfolk Southern, um, and then the letter um, to uh, Senator Schumer from uh, from Administrator Mitt Bowes um, said that they will actually extend that um, safety the assessment of safety cultures uh, to all the Class One railroads and not just um, Norfolk Southern. So all the uh, class one railroads that have operations in the United States um, will be undergoing similar assessments to what um, uh, to what uh, they're doing with Norfolk Southern. So, Joanna, obviously we know that the Surface Transportation Board has had the class ones underneath some pretty hefty scrutiny really for about six months now. But where do the discrepancies, if there's discrepancies between what the STB is looking at and the FRA is looking at, where do those lie and how closely do those two entities work when it comes to putting together plans of action for the class ones or creating legislation or rules for either of them? Yeah, you know, it's it's a little tricky um, regulating the reg- railroads because um, there are different federal agencies involved. And so the uh, Federal Railroad Administration looks really purely more at the at the safety aspect um, of of things. Um, uh, you know, they they're the ones who um, who not only oversee the safety regulations, but also um, you know have uh, have committees made up of uh, members of the industry to you know discuss um, issues and and um, research and and also. Um, uh, sort of certain topics like um, automated track inspection, um, and you know sometimes the Class One railroads um, apply for a safety wa- a waiver for to you know to to utilize uh, the technology, um, and so you have the FRA there, and then you also have the Surface Transportation Board, um, which uh, oversees the economic element of of the freight railroads, and so um, you know it's dealing with railroad rail rates dealing with um shippers and um and whether those you know whether there's uh, sufficient competition um uh within the within the railroads to um uh to to get um you know to to ensure and, and also like you know service metrics to kind of looking at that like uh to ensure that the service metrics are um uh, uh at a level that um, that that benefits uh, both the the railroads and the shippers, um, and so sometimes you do have a bit of a crossover in a sense. Um, you know, with the recent service issues uh, last year, you know, 
the surface transportation board was exploring, well, is that because, you know, is there, was there a reduction? Well, I mean, there was uh, a reduction in headcount in recent years, um, some say because of persistent schedule railroading. And does that factor into um, uh, uh, sort of the deterioration in service last year? And then, of course, with the reduction of headcount, you know, that's also looking at, um, I guess, from a safety perspective, uh, did that affect um, the how, how the operations are handled, or you know, or were um, workers like kind of feeling uh, pressed to to move things more quickly than perhaps they they should have been? Um, you know, what's normally uh, you know acceptable. So so that's kind of where like there's that that sort of middle line, but it is tricky because they um, because you do have two different agencies <laughs> kind of uh, regulating the, the freight railroads. And Joanna, can you talk to the different aspects around the length of the trains and again, uh, hauling hazardous materials? Sure. Yeah. So, um, so that's also, um, you know, an, another, so trans length. Yes. So there is, um, within, uh, administrator Bose's letter, there was some language on train length and, um, whether that plays a factor, um, in terms of the safety, uh, of, of, you know, of train operations, you know, some, uh, some, uh, unions have argued that longer, um, the longer trains that you have, um, it requires you to operate the train differently because, you know, one is just longer. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of, I, I would imagine, you know, if, if you're on the road, you know, driving a truck would be, you know, driving a truck with a big trailer in the back is, is different from, from driving a, you know, a compact car. You know, so you just, so, you know, there's a different way of maneuvering things and also um, longer trains are heavier too. And so does that have a factor um, in, in, you know, how does that impact safety? Um, I believe some other agencies are also looking at as well, like the National Academy of Sciences, they're, they're kind of looking at a, looking at the, um, looking at train lengths and see what the effects are there. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, the railroads will argue that, um, you know, that that really isn't a factor that, you know, that the, you know, that, that, that train length, um, isn't sort of meant, you know, it isn't as, a as, as, as bad as people paint it out to be. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the results of the researchers say. I think the results are coming out in 2024. And then on that, talking about the integrity of the machinery itself, obviously we heard a lot of conversation about hotspot detection and wheel bearings back around the Norfolk Southern derailment. Has there been any continued conversation about what that looks like from requiring more hotspot detection if the railroads are planning on increasing their maintenance and inspection of these rail pieces as well? Yeah, you know, I, I think that's also, you know, uh, kind of, you know, that's that's being discussed as well. Um uh, the the FRA has you know uh, some safety advisors out, um, and I believe uh, some of them you know you know there is do address um, the hot box detectors. And bearings. Um, there was one that came out Friday that was kind of adding adding onto a previous safety advisory, kind of uh, you know making sure that um, the railroads are, are doing things um, 
to ensure, you know, just, you know, what, what sort of safety practices do you have in, you know, sort of like your plan B is essentially that's kind of the way that I interpreted it. So, um, yeah, so you have that. And then, of course, you have the rail safety bill, um, which is uh, needs to be, you know, voted on in the Senate to see if, you know, if there will be a debate on it. Um, and and, um, you know, there'll be language in that, of course, and um, the rail industry has been working um, on that uh, on that legislation um, as well as shippers so um yeah so it'll be interesting to see you know what what um you know comes out out of all of this you know in the next several months certainly will be interesting and joanna thanks so much for joining us this morning we'll check back in with you as this develops right now we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back 